What Does It Mean to Be Living Stones? by Rachel Adams, read by Ellie Johnson. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. 1 Peter 2, 4-8 Recently, my family and I spent a day at the lake. We pulled our boat up to the shore for our kids to explore, and before long, they started skipping rocks. As I watched them having fun and enjoying nature, my eyes started to wander the shoreline. I was drawn to the beauty and variety of rocks, layered and weathered over time. If only those rocks could talk, oh, the stories they could tell. Later, I decided to learn what the Bible says about stones, and I found that the Bible refers to them quite often. The majority of the mentions pertain to altars built for the Lord. An altar is a memorial built to symbolize a place where God met a person or a place to offer a sacrifice. As I studied the topic, I discovered three main kinds— an altar of sacrifice, an altar of remembrance, and an altar of faith. An altar of sacrifice. In my opinion, the most notable example of an altar of sacrifice was when God asked Abraham to sacrifice his long-awaited son Isaac, Genesis 22, 1-19. Abraham obeyed by making the journey, arranging the wood, and laying his bound son on top. However, At the last second, God stopped Abraham and provided a ram in Isaac's place. This unfathomable act foreshadows God sacrificing his one and only son, Jesus, the Lamb of God. In the ultimate sacrifice, Jesus offered himself on an altar in the shape of a cross. Because of his sacrifice, we no longer have to offer sacrifices as they did in the Old Testament. However, We can offer ourselves to the Lord as living sacrifices and offer the altar of our hearts. In our lives, this looks like daily laying aside our own desires to follow Him, putting all our energy and resources at His disposal and trusting Him to guide us. An Altar of Remembrance One of my favorite examples of an altar of remembrance is from Joshua. If you'll recall his story, he was leading the Israelites into the Promised Land and they needed to cross the Jordan River. But they needed a miracle from the Lord to do it. The river was at flood stage, making the waters turbulent and impossible to navigate. The Lord showed up and helped them cross safely. But before they crossed all the way over into the promised land, God wanted them to go back into the Jordan and gather 12 stones to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. He directed them to build a memorial to commemorate the miracle. The altar was to serve as a reminder for future generations to learn what God had done for them, Joshua 4. Reading Joshua's story convicts me when I think about how many times I've prayed for something and God has shown up and answered my prayer and I just moved on to the next prayer. I want to remember, but how often I forget how he has shown up and provided for me. This prompts me to consider building metaphorical memorials in our hearts to thank him for being present and answering our pleas. What would it look like to symbolically lay down a memorial for him to remember his faithfulness? Could we build a figurative altar of remembrance to tell our children and our children's children what he has done in our lives? An altar of faith. I only found one altar of faith in my research, and it was built by King David. 
Israel was experiencing a plague, so David built an altar to the Lord and prayed on behalf of the land. God answered his plea, and the plague stopped, Second Samuel 24. What faith he had to build the altar first in expectation that God would meet their need. As a result of his active belief, God showed up and performed the miracle. I'm inspired by this kind of faith. There are many areas in my life I need God to show up and act on my behalf. I'm guessing the same is true for you. Could God be asking us to lay down stones in active faith first, as David did, so he will act on our behalf? Our Altars Like those rocks along the shoreline of the lake, we are living stones, unique and weathered. Our stories of sacrifice, remembrance, and faith layer generation upon generation, showcasing God's presence and displaying the evidence of His work in our lives. Peter writes, As you come to Him, the living stone, you are like living stones being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices to God through Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2, 4-5 With Christ as our cornerstone, I pray our collective stones tell a beautiful story for His glory along the shorelines of this world. Together, the altars we build to Him are also building a holy priesthood for Him, so more stones can be added to the beauty of the shoreline. If only those rocks could talk, oh, the stories they could tell. God's great story that we have the privilege to play a part. What a glorious sight to behold. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and rate and review our podcast. It really does help people find us. This episode was produced by our managing editor, Kelly Givens, and recorded and edited by Stephen Sanders. Be sure to come back tomorrow as we examine more of God's Word. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. 
In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform. Mm-hmm.